All right, and I think we are live. That's not a good sign. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, everyone. We are back doing another live stream. I'm David. I'm Bree. <laughs> She's good at this. And we have a, we have a special guest. You can't see him, but I'm sure you will be able to see him throughout today. Um, so our topic, and let me put this there. So I figured we'd actually like focus on topics. And then last week we were kind of all over the place just because we wanted to see if we enjoyed the live streaming part. And we did and it was fun. And we ended up talking about money more than we thought we would. And we're like, hey, there's actually like a whole bunch of money topics we have thought a lot about and worked through and talked to others about. And we're like, well, let's just start with those um, because people seem to respond to that sometimes. So anyway, so today the topic we're going to talk about is like how much it actually costs to own a dog and what that looks like. Um, because I feel like a lot of the advice online is not 100% accurate. Oh, here's our special guest. There you go. This is Ajax, for those who don't know him or haven't met him yet. <laughs> He's so happy to be here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. my gosh. Let me go close the window so I can't hear anybody. Sorry. See, this is life with the dog. A hyper dog who heard other growling and then decided to randomly start barking. <laughs> Ajax. <laughs> Come here. You will not be here the whole time. Yeah. See, you can let him down. He said hi. Do you want to come down? Gosh. He will be back. Once he knows how to pay. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to lay on. The reason why you sort of saw him was because he likes to lay on the desk, my desk when I work, which is where we're at right now. So I'll take a picture so you can see it. We call her computer Lizzo because it's big and beautiful. <laughs> at least I do. He calls it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so we're going to talk about the dog thing because um, we like ran some numbers. So we're going to give you like the actual first year costs of the dog and then what the monthly cost is so if you're thinking about getting a dog you should definitely like pay attention because i think depending on how you go about the process it's going to cost more than most people think and um yeah kind of plan accordingly so before we go into that though uh you know squid game has been super huge and i figured it'd be fun to kind of start with a fun question for us and like for you guys so if you won the Squid Game money, which I don't remember, it was like 46 billion won, but it's $38 million. I looked it up to make sure. So if you won $38 million, how would you spend that? You can write in the comments too. How would you spend that? You go first. Hmm. I would uh, invest oh. money and save a little bit and put a travel budget aside because we really want to travel. So I'd go to the Galapagos at the most expensive, as long as it's also really good quality <laughs> trip in 2023. <laughs> when the world's open. When the world's open. I would, I have no idea. That's a lot of money. Maybe do nice things for other people like buy our our mom's a house that's nice and start a foundation 
like a, a charitable foundation or whatever, so that um, we can make the, the giving go more. And yeah, just share with people I like. I, it would allow me to have a bigger giving budget. I could be a really cool aunt <laughs> not have money so I can do things with money. Not that you need to do things with money, but um, also not worry about like, I don't know that we would like buy a new fancy million dollar house and buy a new fancy everything, but we might. I just also think like, we might more do our uh, extra stuff. Like if you wanted to do your racing hobby, we would buy something like that. Or if there are other hobbies that we put off, like I said, like traveling or maybe something with poor Ajax, who is the theme of this conversation, maybe get him a sibling to play with or buy a dog park for our area so that he could always do that. Um, I have no idea. You're Would so you nice. share your money with You're others, so nice. like Kyle? Yeah, you and Kyle are like thinking about everyone else. My my first ones were not thinking about how I would give it away and spend it on everyone else. But you're right. So I did. So like obviously I knew the question beforehand. So I did the quick math. So like if you take the 38 million and just put it in dividend stocks or just like you know nice passive income thing, right? Um, and I'm assuming you could because um like if the people had enough power to do everything like i'm hoping they have enough power to get you out of paying taxes on the money that you want that seems like a fair <laughs> that seems like a fair trade um so what i would do is yeah so i'd throw it in there and then like you know maybe we'll talk about investments in like a future one but basically you can like pull out four percent forever without it going down or being bad right so four percent of that is 1.5 million dollars a year or about 120 grand a month. Wow, so that basically means we would be able to do whatever we want all the time. All the time. Yeah, so like- We would still work, like have our projects and stuff. Oh yeah, like we wouldn't just probably, I mean, probably for a while though, just go to a beach and retire forever. Um, But like, I think a million dollar house, 30 year mortgage is like $5,000 a month, right? So like we could buy a whole street of million dollar houses for like, us, our siblings. We have a whole community of people we our like. Parents, yeah. Is that discrimination? No. Because <laughs> that break we're all lost. I mean, when you have millions of dollars, you're allowed to do whatever you want. That's so, true. like, we could literally buy like ten million dollar houses and just give them away to everyone, and then just all kind of hang out on the same street. They're pretty cool. That would be fun. Yeah, and then still have a good amount left to do whatever we want every week. Yeah. So, anyways, I think that's really cool. That would be so. fun. That's a good use of money. See, it's still like sharing for with others, I guess. Yeah. Just not right away. Not right away. But anyways, and then I'd absolutely like buy every car I've ever dreamt of. So. What cars have you dreamt of? Uh, Dodge Viper, and. Any Dodge Viper. Um. So I really liked. Gosh, for all the car nerds, I really liked the nineteen ninety nine like era. Um. But after 2016, they redid the body, and like that's beautiful. That's the Dodge Viper I'd get. It's like 120 grand or 140. Um, but I would buy that in a heartbeat, and then I'd buy you a Tesla. Yeah, I would want a Tesla. That's your dream I think car. Teslas are just so beautiful. They're so beautiful, and they're probably a little better for the environment. Yeah, a hundred times better than the environment than a gigantic V8 Dodge Viper. 
Yep. <laughs> everything, everything has a cost to the environment. So yeah. I know there were some people who are like, but it's at least a little better. Right. Uh, if not a lot, depending on what you get. So. Gosh. All right. So for those of you like just kind of jumping into the stream, we are talking about like the cost of dog ownership. And we'll bring our special guest back in a little bit when he comes down. Um, but anyways, so getting to that, how was your week? What did you accomplish this week? Getting to that, that has nothing to do with. <laughs> we're circling around. We're coming. <laughs> we're taking the long route. My week was stressful. So if you saw the last stream, I'm doing a Google UX design certificate program. And um, my first portfolio project, I had to do like the first part of that, which is to create, to interview participants for the project, uh, to collect research and create user personas. And I will say, uh, People are always like, yeah, I'm willing to help, but they never like commit. <laughs> so, so I am really appreciative if you were one of the people who are like, oh, I'll, I'll help you out or whatever. Um, but I'm extra super appreciative to those of you who were like actually scheduled the interview and actually talked to me. Um, shout out to my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it counts um, in particular because they were really helpful. And then I had a few. Um, other people in our social network. So I started not even sure if I would have more than one interview officially because uh, you never know if people are flaky. Um, and then I ended up with six, five or six interviews. So that was really helpful. Um, the, thank you. I know I was probably driving him insane. You were insane good. with you like were just being so worried. Because I also like... One of my roles was it would be really easy to go through the program and just like skim everything and like half-ass it for Which our, people a do. lack of a better way to say it, yeah. right? And so I wanted to really commit and like do it well. Uh, and you did. Like, yeah. I so, yeah. So I have awesome user personas, I think, especially <laughs> mm -hmm. looking at other people's. So that was my week trying trying to get that done. If you are someone who would love to help with any survey questions or testing um prototype so like pseudo products then uh feel free to let me know yeah well i'll like find a way to link to everything um because like her so we made her website at brieramos.com yeah. and so she's doing um a few cool things she's making obviously her portfolio which will come to life more and then she is doing two blogs so one is right? When is yeah. your UX journey? So just kind of like a monthly overview. Yeah, there you go. Of what her... Yeah, so when I have one blog, which is basically my UX journey experience on there. Um, so if you're like, what would a, if you know someone who wants to be who is interested Whoa. in a Google course and want to be like, I literally give an overview of how long it's taking. Um, how much I work on it each day, what I'm a little bit of what I'm learning, and even a breakdown of each day um, so that you can see what that's all about. And then I'm just, I'll have my, it'll end up being my portfolio website. So um, once my projects are finished, I'll be posting that on there as I do more freelance work and um, all of that. It'll be on there. So thank you You're for so sharing. Welcome. What was the other blog? You have two blogs on there. Mm -hmm. Don't you? No, just one blog. 
I have more than one blog post up right now. Mm. I have like the introduction to why I chose UX and um, the transition there. Yeah. And then I have the second blog, which is for September. So the month of September, even though I didn't do the whole month, um, when I started the course and what UX design even is, you can look at it there. So You're doing good. And you like it so far? I love it. I love what I'm learning. I think I'm really good at it. And I'm excited to do this career transition. Nice. She's doing good. I can't wait to share more updates and actually show off what you've been working on. Because she's doing really good. I'm very she's proud so nice of her. nice to me. You do. You're... Support, supportive husband. <laughs> she's a, you know, a bit of a perfectionist. But I feel like that just strengthens certain areas. Yeah. And so like, yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Good. How has your week been? My week was good. So I finally, so like on the ghost front, um, the company I work for, we just kind of redid a whole bunch of things. And now like we have a blog that's kind of a resources hub. And we have a weekly newsletter that was called Publisher Weekly. And now it's called The Ghost Newsletter. And it looks great. Like a lot of people pitched in, a lot of work went into it, and it looks so cool now. Um, and then my personal site, you want, is that what you're going to type? Yeah. Cool. So, Ramos. Or, or the, to the blog, it's up to you. No, you can do the personal. So, ramosrider.com. So, this is um, my personal ghost site. Yeah, and sure. yeah. And I have not um, put much on there, but I'm starting to. I'm trying to build that habit because, like, my day job is writing. So, I haven't had a lot of brain space to do other things um so a lot of what's on there i'm just starting to kind of brain dump um these ideas that have been in my head or things i want to talk about some of them are related to what we're doing here so like some of them are a lot of them are actually the money related um talking about open salaries and just some concepts that i think would be cool for us to dive in but just trying to get them out of my head onto paper so that something is there to start with um yeah because like the whole idea like the reason we're doing this stream um is the small bets theory so the idea is like you just try a whole bunch of things like throwing spaghetti at the wall um things that basically don't cost much other than a little bit of time a little bit of energy and you just start seeing what works what sticks and then you build upon that and so right now like my portfolio of small bets is you know we're starting to live stream we're trying to see what that's like if we like it if people like it um doing a little bit of writing, just getting some opinion pieces out, seeing how people respond. And then um, started doing a little bit of a crypto just to show like that it can be accessible. It doesn't have to be like this all or nothing kind of thing. Um, then I have some weird ones that I'd love to try out. Like I was telling you about the bricks in our house, but that's a future one. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if it worked. Um, and so, yeah. So uh, yeah, just trying to make the whole like, making money online space a little less scammy and a little more accessible and so yeah so we'll see yeah i have more to share down the road but it's a good week good yeah week. i'm then, glad you're creating again thank you for yourself yeah because you do amazing things for ghost and like um yeah we're always people who like projects and side hustleness so yes i'm trying to figure out what that looks like in 2021 is crazy hmm. but good yeah. And I mean, now we have some like stability and rhythm with having a house and having that. And so like, oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like we can actually think 
creatively about random projects again instead of uh I don't know worrying about everything else. <laughs> yeah, we're... Not, not sleeping because it's upstairs neighbors. Or... Yeah, we had some dirt. We'll, we'll, that is a great topic. Like why, how we came to the house, you know, and that whole money thing and sharing that because I feel like depending what you read online, buying a house is either the best decision you ever make or the worst decision. <laughs> I think it all depends on the context and how you go about it. And so I think we got, we went about the right way and we had a lot of things fall in place in the right way. And so it worked out well. Worked out well. All right. Drum roll. Anyways. Drum roll for our... uh, to actually get to the topic. That is the topic of the day. <laughs> dogs. You love them or you hate them. <laughs> I feel like nowadays it used to be like everybody loved dogs, but now it's like either you're a dog person or you're kind of not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some lukewarm people out there and they can say that they are, but. Yeah. I mean, I will say I, I was not a dog person until we got our own dog. And now like I'm a pretty big dog person. I'm even like a slightly more of an animal person. Um, I don't know. I like animals. She was, I mean, she was the one who brought um, up the whole dog thing. So let's talk about how we came to getting a dog. Well, <laughs> dog, you know, baby fever, dog fever is a thing. You see these cute little puppies. I don't have baby fever, but just, <laughs> just people know what it means. But yeah. if they say dog fever, they might not, right? Puppy fever. So yeah. it's uh, like a horrible disease. It does, <laughs> but it's true, right? Like you see cute animals, you want to—I don't know—I don't know how to say this without it sounding like we need kids, which we don't. <laughs> Grow your family in a way that you—you can still be more independent. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, and I just grew up with pets in the house. Shout out. Shout out to them. Um, I'm allergic to cats now as an adult. So that was, and he's allergic to cats. So that wasn't something we were going to try. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. I don't even know how to, why now. Well, yeah. I mean, we were having these conversations. So it was like near the end of the pandemic or maybe the middle of it, actually. October. It was October. So about six months in, six months in. Um, and we had been having talks about like basically delayed gratification. Like what have we been putting off in our life? Um, and you know, in a lot of ways we were putting off a lot of things. I'm putting this closer to you in case you're thirsty. Thank you. <laughs> and so we were trying to find tangible ways of living, living in the present. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Of living in the present of like not being afraid to spend money that we've earned large amounts of money large amounts of money yeah yeah um and so i just was kind of like it, when we moved to cincinnati it just kind of put everything on hold we were literally just there for me to have a job which was an amazing job but you know the life aspect was a little like mm. Um, ooh, yeah. So, well, you pay attention then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you've been on the fence. Because, uh, yeah, so we decided that we wanted to get a hypoallergenic dog. We wanted a small dog. And did some research. Long story short, ended up being like, we want a Morky, which is a Maltese and a Yorkshire Terrier mix. 
Um, now, granted, I'm I'm terrified through this whole process because, like, I'm agreeing to it because uh-huh. I saw like the value aspect of it. Like, I knew we wanted to make a commitment like that, you know, to yeah. add to grow our family with the puppy, but also to live in the moment and make a financial commitment, you know, to kind of do that. Um, but it's still terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. also aren't like keen on the idea of getting a dog you know one partner I'm usually so may, you know kind of influences the other <laughs> to cave in and it was kind of it's at true. that point it's where true. I was like I really want a dog let's get a dog so we, unfortunately small hypoallergenic dogs are rare in shelters because um, people want them and keep them yeah the and I mean it like a small dog with behavioral issues versus a large dog with behavioral issues. One is a little easier to manage. I can pick up Ajax when he's being an (laughs) a-hole. Like, (laughs) not so much. Yeah. Yeah. To distract him or whatever. Anyways. um, So of course we bought, you know, I I did a lot of research and tried to find a um, smaller, maybe like family breeder in Ohio because Actually, Ohio is one of the worst states with puppy mills. Yeah. So if you're looking in Ohio, just be mindful of that. Do your research. Because um, I know some people feel some way about supporting puppy mills, which is true because those dogs are in horrible conditions and then people buy from it and then it continues. At the and same have, time, maybe you're rescuing them. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. They have today. a lot of illnesses. They, have, they usually have a lot of health issues. Which is something to watch. Um, but we won't get into that to beat. Uh, a dead horse? What? <laughs> said to beat. Debate. I, oh, I thought you said to beat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Bloopers. <laughs> um so I ended up finding a Morky from an Amish small family breeder who wasn't gonna do it anymore. Uh it was adorable. Yeah. It was adorable. He I mean, we'll have to I have to find pics and like share the pic of the first time we brought him home. Like he was so small, you know, like literally, literally, if you can see my hand, like just this little nugget of love. He really was though. (laughs) And I mean, he's not much bigger now. He capped out at like 11 pounds. um, So, you know, exactly the kind of size. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Do you see that face? That was him in the car ride home. With his little, uh, what are those called? It's like a certain puppy you can get that has, you can put a warm pack in it and it has a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. The dog, and that was a great. And we ended up um, letting all his siblings like play with it. So it had a scent for a while. Like mm-hmm. The scent of the other dogs. It was great. So that was him. Oh, my gosh. You warmed my heart showing that picture. I know. <laughs> it was so good. It was cute. Yeah. Because yeah. it was during the pandemic, as you know, um puppy prizes like for buying uh were through the roof and it was a local breeder we spent and he was a uh, like a high demand breed like he was a, yeah it's like, a high demand morphies are very desirable yeah so we paid i feel like i don't know how many people actually know how many how many people know what we paid but we paid 2200 for him we did which depending who you ask is either astronomically high or like completely reasonable for a healthy mixed small hypoallergenic dog like that with good breeders. Most people breeders. think it's a lot. I mean, I kind of think it's crazy 
looking back, but at the time, uh, there were a lot more dogs for a lot more money. Um, yeah, like the and price this was like a reputable breeder. Like, yeah, so. yeah, the prices we were looking at were like between four and six thousand. Oh, yeah, for like contests. if you were gonna go to what pet pets, what sells dogs, pet smart, pet co. What was one that? Of those. There's one in Cincinnati. I thought that was like, no, it was one of those. It was one of those. If you, anyways, if you go to like no. pet land or whatever, like those are. <laughs> yeah the, the if you go for pet land or something you're looking at like six grand minimum usually unless it's a sale or whatever because yeah. and of course they throw in things and you get like if your dog dies yeah. you can get another one for free but like but, we're yeah we'll talk like there are ways to get the same kind of dog for much cheaper that's not just like going to the pound or rescue um like what was that we can talk about puppy blues for the PSA. Yeah. But remember when we found that website when we were trying to find families? Like Pet Finder. Pet Finder. Or Puppy Spot. Yeah, because like... Just look around. People are, people are in situations where they need to have their dog move to another family. And a lot of times they're not... They don't just take them to the local pound or whatever. Like there's websites now that act as intermediaries. They're basically... You know, the dog stays with the original family until they find a new one. Yes. Um, and usually, like, these dogs are more high-end or smaller or whatever. And there's usually a fee involved. But yep. it's way less. It's less than it's $500. It's like a shelter fee. Yeah, yeah. Depending um, on where you go. And so, like, that's a reasonable way to go about finding a similar kind of dog, not through a rescue account. <laughs> but, yeah. it's It can be a lot. Yeah. So... Yeah, so the upfront cost, it just depends on what kind of dog you get. If you can, if you don't mind bigger dogs, like um, tons of rescues out there. All the shelters are over flooded and there's a lot of reduced adoption fees for that. Yeah. Um, so it's a like good time. 50 bucks to get a dog that is fully vaccinated, neutered, yeah. chipped. Has been in training at the shelter yeah, a little like, bit. Like insane. Yeah, um, and that's because, of course, all the COVID dogs, the people are returning to work or they didn't realize um, the non-glamorous side of owning a dog and a lot, unfortunately, are being surrendered, which is so sad. Yeah. Um, so I do, of course, like try try your shelter first and see if there's sure. a dog that yeah, that like, your meat. you know, we're, we can talk about that. Like we're playing with the idea of getting him a sibling in the future like maybe a year from now yeah probably um and that would mo we would most likely go that route to find something you know 20 pounds or less hypoallergenic um that yeah is older ideally older than him um it's like two yeah two, that has six. been you know taken care of so that we don't have to pay that same price for his sibling um yeah and, that, and yeah um and it's possible. It's just like, so I, I look now just to say like, is it possible? There are some small dogs. A lot of times they're on like mandatory stray holds. So they think it's like dogs who got away, which could be true. <laughs> um, and they go quick. They go really, really quick. Yeah. Because they're so. desirable. But yeah, so let me give you a full cost breakdown for the people who are like waiting to hear that. Um, so yeah, Bree keeps really good tabs on like all the financial stuff. So we could look that up and then I can tell you like what our monthly cost is going forward because 
it's a lot less than, than the initial. So like the first year, especially when you're getting a puppy, FYI, the first year is the most expensive because you have to get um, a lot so of- So we, we got yeah. him at eight weeks, which is pretty standard if you're getting a like a fresh puppy. Right. Um, fresh puppy. Fresh, right <laughs> off the oven. <laughs> um, and vets will tell you different things, but for ours, we were taking him every, every six weeks. It was a lot you know, every six weeks or whatever for all of the vac- first rounds of vaccinations. And that was for a couple months. Yeah. So until he was five months, I think, or something, four months, right? three months. I don't remember. So it, it depending, again, a lot of these depend on the type of dog you get, what they'll need, how much your uh, vet actually charges. Um, yep. And things like that. So anyways, so you know how much we spent on the dog? That was $2,200. And then for health and insurance. So we have lemonade. Lemonade. We have lemonade pet insurance. Um, so that covers just like accidents and like illnesses. Accidents and illnesses. Yeah, we didn't get a um, wellness plan. So it doesn't it didn't cover like vaccine things that were normal and mandatory and all that. Yeah. Um so the health and insurance stuff came out to the first year. Then food, clothing, and toys. So, you know, we don't buy him like the craziest fancy food, but his belly did not like, you know, basically the cheap stuff. Um, So we have, it's in there. We have have some good food and we have some good like natural treats like that. So things that are good for his belly and good for his health. Um, I feel like, again, depending on the breed, you have to be mindful of what they can and can't eat. Yeah. So the first year, um, again, food, clothing, toys, we spent $1,430. Yeah, that's like all the miscellaneous shopping, too. Yeah. So it's primarily food, clothing, toys. And honestly, we're really conservative. Like, half the get, half toys he has were gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we needed, we, like, cage and gates, right? That's yeah. all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, the crate. Yeah, so I honestly, that's probably really low for the shopping that you need for a dog. Um, when you when you consider beds, crates, toys, clothes, food, treats, yeah, uh, harness, collar, leashes, like because they grow out of that too. So we've had a few. Yeah, we've had a few. Um, leashes. And if you have a larger dog, then you need to go through even more, unless it's like adaptive right. to the dog. Um, I feel like other people usually spend more on their dogs. Like most of the clothing we have for him was gifted. Mm-hmm. Half the toys we have for them were gifted. So we keep it pretty minimalistic overall, um, but still have bought things, you know, obviously here and there because yeah. that's not all on food. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, he eats like maybe half a cup to a cup a day. Yeah. Probably it's a not a big ish. Not a big eater. Um, again, some of the some of the pros of having a smaller dog. Um, and then the last category was grooming and daycare, which came out to eight hundred and seventy four dollars. So altogether, and grooming and daycare is like when we'd go on trips or he when we were working, we would put him in like a full day daycare sometimes. Um, and then he's a long haired dog, so for grooming, um, you know, we need to make sure he doesn't get mats or tangled, or it can be bad for his skin. He also unfortunately had does the paraphimosis or however you pronounce it. You can Google that. Yeah, you can Google that. <laughs> we talk about We're it. keep this PG. <laughs> Paraf- what is it? What is it? I think it's paraphimosis. Dog paraphimosis. paraphimosis. There you go. 
welcome. You're welcome. You'll learn something new. Oh, dear. So the whole first year between buying him um, and then all the categories we talked about was $6,111, which when I added it all up, I was like, what the? Well, yeah, because if you Google, like, the average amount of money a dog costs a year, a lot of people will say, oh, like, you know, $1,500. which is like, that's like, if you don't love your dog. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shots. It's more like if you really are super minimal about how you're, uh, uh, mm-hmm. how you like spend that for your dog. Because we had some friends who would spend lots and lots of money. Right. So you just got to know, like, are you someone who would buy all the clothes all the toys, then that's going to, you know, yeah. change. And granted, like I said, the first year is the most expensive. The first year, so once yeah. You get Especially because of vaccinations. Yeah. I'll talk about the monthly cost now. But like Kyle asked, does your dog need regular haircuts? And yeah, he does. So we, you know, during the hotter months, um, we keep them a little shorter. Yeah, we shave We shave them for the summer. Um, it's also like easier to take care of because he and doesn't get matted and yeah. to clean um and then during the winter we let him grow out but even that like we still need to keep him brushed and keep like but she hates um there's something called like a sanitary trim where they trim around all the nether regions and his face and that just helps with health stuff yeah nails yeah i'm not comfortable enough to trim my dog's nails i feel like you would save a lot of money if you could because it's usually that his nails and the sanitary trim that we have to go to a groomer yeah. for so maybe like a minor thing once a month to every four to six weeks um and then like the bigger grooms quarterly yeah yeah right yeah. about um so again that depends on the type of dog but for a quick monthly breakdown so i did like the big annual first year which you know was a lot but it definitely gets more reasonable so like this is a tip this is more like a typical budget we may not be spending it all the time every month right but I think this would be a good standard. Yeah. So we have the lemonade health insurance. So that way, like, you know, if anything ever happens, vets are like insanely expensive. So if he got sick or if he got an accident or, you know, God forbid, he like just hurt himself. um, That could be a thousand dollar bill, like a multi thousand dollar bill very easily. So our our insurance is only $19 a month. Um, some Perico Trio is like the gold standard. The Flatic Heartworm. Yeah. It keeps them healthy and safe um, for all those like basic things. And that's $20 a month, basically. Um, vaccines, if you break it down, let, let me add that all up. It's so like vaccines, wellness visits, and vet visits. If you even it out. Probably on average, if you even it out. If you even it out on average, that's about 40 ish dollars. Um, and I'm then not. between food, fun things like clothing, toys, like we just bought him a Halloween costume that is adorable. <laughs> Should follow him, her on Instagram. Her, uh, what's you have it's an Ajax at the puppers underscore Ajax? Nice. Um, it's adorable. All pictures of Ajax. Um, so all of that is about $40 ish a month. And then grooming, like I said, usually something minor, four to six weeks, major grooming quarterly. That's about 20-ish dollars a month. And then we're not doing daycare right now, but if we did, that'd be closer to 60 Yeah, we're hoping to rely on our networks whoop, whoop, for, yeah. <laughs> for daycare. But yeah. if we ever just like, 
Um, Because part of that could be doggy day camp. Like maybe you just want your dog to be socialized with other dogs. Like that's important to us. We don't want him to always be alone um, so that he's nicer to other dogs. Or maybe like you're going on a trip, family can't take him for a few days. So then you have to board them. So that's why we did that. So like the normal-ish cost per month is about $140 a month to keep him healthy, insured, you know, vaccinated, um, and alive, which, you know, isn't that crazy? You know, going forward now, it's probably, we're spending probably around the $1,500 a year mark, um, which is, is that only 140? yeah, not counting the daycare and the miscellaneous. Hmm. Yeah. And so that's a lot, like it's, it's a lot going but... forward. It's a lot more reasonable. And that's kind of how we justified the big upfront cost because we knew, Ideally, knock on wood, he's going to be around for 10 to 12 years. Um, that's kind of where what his breed leaves, lives to. So if you even it out, like that first year, you know, stretched out and evened out is a lot more reasonable, especially when you're only spending 1000 to 1500 per year forever on. Yeah. Um, maybe a little more when he's older and needs things. But again, that's why we have the insurance to help. Yeah, the insurance does help. He, he got nasal mites oh, this year. Um, so the insurance helped. Definitely. Yeah. So like little things like that, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't, that's why insurance helps with budgets. Like I know a lot of people don't get health insurance, but it can definitely help. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's pros and cons. It's, it's kind of one of those, like if he ever got into an accident, then instead of it costing thousands and thousands of dollars our insurance covers 90 percent. i think is the kind we chose of it past our deductible like which would really save right yeah like that's yeah that's why we have health insurance and everything yeah humans yeah 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 um but yeah so i hope that was helpful just kind of a quick breakdown of the first year and then the monthly and again all that depend depend on the type of breed you're getting there's so many factors but and again, there are cheaper ways to do it, like the links, the websites you mentioned, Pet Finder, and I don't remember the other one you said. I don't remember. Yeah. But, but you could find them. Yeah. <laughs> online. <laughs> and like, yeah, like, and if you ever want a dog sit for someone's dog to kind of oh, see if yeah. you want one. That's... I would recommend before you get a puppy, particularly, that you you dog sit someone's puppy because um i had a few people dog sit um ajax when he was just out of his reign of terror um and they honestly decided to wait to have a dog they're like "Mm, probably probably not the right time (laughs) um i've had other ones who like have who also are kind of like i'm not really for that puppy life um so maybe you skip the puppy phase and then you get the, because if you Google search, I didn't know, but the puppy, like, cause we did research. It wasn't yeah. like we were going in this, yeah. like, I mean, obviously people glamorize getting a puppy, just like they glamorize having kids, but it's hard. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously a puppy is less work than kids, but. Um, still work. <laughs> it's still work. And I, I thought I knew what I was getting into. And I thought I knew like, oh, I know, like I'll have to get up. In the middle of the night, multiple hours to take him out and do this and do that. He might chew. He might. But, like, I got hit so – we got hit so hard with the puppy blues. 
Um, and so the puppy blues is kind of like, that's, a, I don't want to compare that to that. It's, it's basically like you're so stressed and anxious from their puppy phase that like just all, yeah, you're just stressed and anxious, like to the point of tears and you're tired and exhausted and you sort of regret having a dog. You don't know if you can do this or keep them. Yeah, like it's a lot. It's a lot. a lot. You can Google puppy blues. It's like a real thing people go through. Um, and if you so. got a puppy and you're feeling that, like it's completely normal. It's, oh, people it, kept saying, this will pass. It'll get better. And I wanted to punch them in their faces because like, <laughs> you know, I just felt like a platitude, but it really did get better. He's still a lot sometimes, but it got way, way, way better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. So like pros and cons of having a dog. Pro. He's adorable, and we love having him part of our life. Lots um, of love. Like, the social aspect, especially when we were in the apartment, like, really easy way to meet other people. Like, dog people are some of the best people, for the most part. And, you know, having a dog just immediately makes you part of that whole community, and that's really cool. Um, activity, like, I feel like... I, I have never been outside more in my life. Exactly. Like, I, I, we're introverted. We're a little bit more homebodies. But like when we got a dog during winter, like fall, um, I was Every out day, walking times. him. Like it didn't matter. I hate the cold. Going if you to know parts. me, yeah. going to parks, <laughs> being active. Yeah. Like it was good. And yeah. so cons are obviously the cost. Yep. Um, the time, like he's a little needy. Like he's he, a little needy. <laughs> he, we also thought we were the breed is notorious for like you can walk them 20 minutes a day you know, for twice a day and they should be good. And he is not that way all. more demanding. Yeah. Um, just 100%. to be honest. Yeah. He's a, he's a handful. <laughs> um, and then the, I don't know how to say it, the tied downness. Like we can't. There's we, a sacrifice to our freedom a little yeah. bit. We can't just go out on a whim for our, you know, you're always thinking about him, even though we can leave him for six to eight hours. Like, you're, there's still that like mental weight mm -hmm. when you go out because you're like, hopefully he's okay. And also like, we can't, if we wanted to go to. We have to plan accordingly. Like yeah. when we, we went to Cedar Point overnight and, you know, we had to navigate, make sure he was watched, make sure they had everything they needed. Um, and just checking in randomly to make sure it was okay. Um, that was like maybe the second or third time we've left him overnight somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, that aspect, which right now we don't have kids, like, because we like not having to worry about anyone else. And so having a dog is, you know, in a very, very minor way, you know, a taste of that. Just being like, oh, there are other, there's another living thing you have to care about um, and plan around before you can do yeah. stuff. So it's easier when you can hand them back. Right. It's easier when you babysit versus have a kid. It's easier when you dog sit versus have a kid. It's easier like Temporary. yeah. So if you're thinking about it or you've been on the fence, hint hint, uh puppy sit. If you want a puppy, puppy sit. If you want a dog, yeah, puppy sit our puppy. Dog sit. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the Cleveland area, we'll give you him for a few hours. <laughs> He'd be you... happy. He loves people and yeah, he does. everything and everyone. All the time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I wanted so thanks. I think. Hopefully some of that. Great. Let's see him again.
He's sleeping. He's so cute. Aww. Look at him. He's out, man. See? He's sleeping. He's, we'll we'll make a. I'll post a little picture of him. Um, yeah. So we would just wanted to end by saying hope that was helpful. And for the people who like watch this in the future, um, or in the few people here now, like, what is something you're putting off purchasing and why? I think mm. that's a, you know if you have an answer, you can. Or put getting, it in there now. You know, um, but I think like wor- working through why we didn't buy a dog up until when we did, like um, I feel like it's helped us a lot in this next season where now we have a little more resources to do with what we want. Um, and so, yeah, like getting past that initial block helped us get past more in Other, the future. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was helpful. That was definitely helpful. So if there's something you've been putting off buying and you don't exactly know why, you haven't worked through why, like definitely a challenge to work through because there's a lot of good things on the other side of that, whether or not you go with the go through with the purchase. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And did I our does mouth words again? Did what we shared today influence how you feel about getting a dog or a puppy if you don't already have one? Yes. That's an interesting thought. It's true. We love him. It's amazing. It's also hard. Yeah. And there are trade-offs. Not all. It's not all rainbows and sunshine (laughs) and puppy hugs. I was trying to think of a dog equivalent of that. There's lots of licks and cuddles yeah there's lots of crap and (laughs) (laughs) destruction gosh yeah but anyways anyways thank you all for hanging out and we'll be back next week i don't know exactly what we're going to talk about yet but we have a list of ideas and we're going to kind of if there's anything you want us to talk about yeah we're here for it let us know like there you can still comment on these streams after they're done um like either in the facebook comments or on youtube it's all it's like it's on facebook linkedin youtube twitch and twitter it's a multi-stream so basically wherever you see it if you comment there we'll see it at some point yeah um but I, the idea is like whatever topics we talk about we're gonna yeah uh, what is the word i'm thinking about like gear it towards the financial stuff because i feel like the financial stuff is the aspect we've thought a lot about and i think that pretty much influences every aspect of our life pretty taboo to talk about but exactly. i think people want to talk about it yeah and if you can hear our dog dreaming i didn't know anyone who told me who actually bought a dog not rescued one like yeah. how much tell me exactly what you spent on every single category um so yeah we're pretty transparent helpful. like to be not, not with everything, you know. We got, we gotta keep some mystery. We keep our secrets. But, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, Is that all. That's it. It. Don't forget, it's a beautiful day to have a great day. No, Go out cute. and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, on this beautiful Sunday. Thank you all for watching. Talk to you next week at Bye. around ish the same time. Peace. <laughs>